Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back, run like a wild man. I want you to struggle and I want you to wrestle with them angels. Where is from Auburn University, Bulls Jackson. The correct Auburn Arena time is 9.02 p.m. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, harbored by the friendly folks at college and magnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. It's I, Son of Crow 2 on Twitter. You'll find me at Son of Crow on Venmo. That's the tip line. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming out. We know you have a choice in podcasts and so thank you for choosing this one to one side of me as always the rumor monger at ryan s starrett the s stands for i i don't have anything for the s but how, yeah. how was bluey how was bluey blue's always good man yeah. I, I love bluey yeah one of these days i'm gonna become friends with bandit healer the dad and blue i'm gonna try to be more like bandit healer every day too it's one of my goals your hero he really is like dad hero um yeah he is so good and that show is so clutch uh to the other side of me giving you the full four payment asmr a man who probably knows a little bit about bandit healer and the healer family it's the au chief now guys here we are we are hard on march careful (laughs) It is tomorrow. Yeah, March is tomorrow. That's what my my son told me today. They're barreling down. I do know a bit about the bandit healer and the, the Bluey family. You know, I, I own a Australian cattle dog. Now we're talking. Bandit. Bowie, my dog, it looks uh, much like Muffin, their cousin. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's a, he's a good dog. Good dog. Bandit healer, man. What my a hero to us all. Uh, Bandit Bandit is great I I like Chili Dog as well Chili's a great dog name It really is It's perfect Every every dog on that show is named perfectly Yeah The show's like It's The only thing I need is more episodes (laughs) It's like Well uh, there are There are new ones But we don't get them until No way Who knows when You gotta get an Australian VPN yeah, yeah. Right. They still haven't put out a season three yet. Yeah. No, there is a season three out. We don't get it for, for the yeah. US. Though, yeah, I was about to say it's somewhere in Australia. Pretty much and then all it, of the first two seasons with my nephews. And then yeah. it, well, uh, you are aware that there are one hundred episodes, right? There's like fifty episodes a season, right? Because yeah. okay. they're like eight minutes long. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a great show. Uh, even if you don't have kids, watch it because it is hilarious. It's genuinely so kind and wonderful. And it's wholesome, yeah. but also still funny. Yeah. And still... And not is annoying. Is it this generation's Phineas and Ferb? No, no. I know she's a big fan. Phineas and Ferb's different. I mean, it is... It is. There's a similar vibe there. Older, older uh, kids, too, Phineas yeah. and Ferb. But. Yeah. This show is like... It's so different than the other kids' programming because there's just... There's not a single character that annoys parents. Yeah. Whereas most kids TV, there's one or two characters like almost tailor-made to annoy mom and dad. Well, I don't know why. Also, there's no like gross-out stuff. The animation's like really, really good. It just fits the show perfectly. And uh, and, and it, but it's not overly like it's not like Daniel Tiger like overly like right. cute and teachy. Um. I don't know. It's just, it's really, really good stuff, and you, everyone should watch it. Yep. All right. Speaking of good stuff, Auburn gymnastics. I don't know. They're going to the national championship in gymnastics. 
I mean, um, they're uh, ranked the same as our basketball team right now. So. Yeah, top five gymnastics team. Uh, set just setting program records left and right. Yeah, they 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 set their program record again Friday. I think that's the second or third time they've done it this year, and they also had like their their second best before they did any of that. Yeah. So like, I I gotta imagine most of their top five six uh, program scores in history have been set this year. Hasn't um, uh, hasn't SUNY won at least eight straight events at this point? She's won uh, five she or six straight all around last week. Uh, okay. all, all around. I, mean, well, I, I thought she. I thought she swept at LSU and and this. I don't past know weekend. about LSU. She. She definitely. LSU was a couple weeks ago now. Okay. Um. But, uh, yeah, Kentucky was this past Friday. Uh, she had got three out of four. She stumbled a little bit on the landing on the uh, on the vault. Okay. Yeah, only got a nine eight two five. Uh, Man, um, but all around of thirty nine point seven seven five. That would be good for tied for third best in the country this year. Uh, with her former Olympian teammate Grace McCollum, uh, had a ten on the beam. Should have had a ten on both the floor and the bars. Uh, the judges were split on them, but. Is this, the first, awesome. this is the first time, like, it seems like all of the participants in the Olympics went to college? Like, Yeah, that's, that's NIL. Yeah, it's NIL. Yeah. It's, it's an crazy. interesting, it's interesting that, like, gymnast. no, I don't think anybody when NIL was passed, anybody thought, oh, gymnastics is going to be the team, the, the sport that most dramatically improves. Well, immediately that girl at LSU, like, got... Like yeah. some huge NIL deals, like right. She had the most Instagram like followers of any college athlete. So all of a sudden, yeah. it was like she's selling teeth whitening strips for a million bucks a post <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it it makes sense when you think about it, though, because gymnastics is one sport where, I mean, they're probably making most of them, other than Sunni, are probably making way more money now through NIL than they oh. would otherwise because then they would yeah then they will in four years you know what I mean right. like there's no I don't know I don't even know if there is a professional circuit of any sort in this country it's uh, yeah I just think it's uh, it's not professional it's you're just preparing for the next Olympics yeah usually right. but yeah I mean getting them to be in a competitive environment you know during this in between Olympic period uh, I'm sure that can only help. Um, and it, like for Auburn, obviously SUNY, but we also brought in a lot of other freshmen uh, with this class, and maybe that's just because they wanted to compete with SUNY, or uh, maybe this was just the elite re- elite recruiting class year for Auburn. Um, but this team is good. It's young. Um, and they're going to be a lot of fun. They've got Florida this weekend or Friday. Uh, Florida is a, is number three in the country, and I don't think I have to say how good they are. Uh, it's they're kind of up there, like you know, Alabama, Oklahoma. They're just one of those programs that you know are always good. Uh, but this will, I think it's the last home meet of the season, and then Auburn will host NCAA regionals first weekend of April. So you want to get a chance to see Auburn? Uh, see you soon here. Come check it out Friday. The announcers and, mentioned that somehow Florida has already clinched uh, at least a share of the SEC title somehow. Yeah, I'm not totally sure how like SEC no. titles work or anything. That doesn't make because, any sense. Like, I know for, for rankings, wins and losses don't mean anything. It's just your average score. Aggregate score. Yeah. Yeah. Our average they have score. some way of calculating it called uh, NQS, National Qualifying Scores. I don't know exactly what goes into that, um, but uh, I know Albert actually – you have to have so many scores over the season before you can uh, post an AQS. So I think it's like six total scores. Three three have to be on the road. Um, and Auburn hasn't had three road meets yet. So the uh, season's ending pretty soon. I think I mean Auburn's in a good spot to uh, to do really well in the postseason. So. Someone who does know a lot about this is Justin Lee. And if you are into this – Give him a follow on the tweets because he's keeping us informed. He had an article today that was fantastic about Sophia growth. Um, 
it was another freshman on the team. Yeah, yeah man. Did you, did you read that piece, Ryan? Yeah, it was fantastic. It is so. It's about. Um, if you don't know her story, she was abandoned as a four-day-old on the streets of China, and then taken to an orphanage and eventually adopted by a family in Iowa. Shout out to the one child policy. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, uh, yeah, this family in Iowa adopted her and raised her and she well, and it's, likes gymnastics and is say, one of the best in the country. You say family, it's, uh, her mom is you know, not married. Wasn't ever that's right. Married, single just, mom. That's right. A single yeah, mom. Single adopted mom. Her. That's absolutely right. Uh, I forgot about that. Word. Adopted her and her older sister, her, her sister from Kyle said, um, who funnily enough, they grew up in Iowa. Her sister went to Alabama. She went to Auburn. Um, but and her sister's a swimmer, or something like that. No, her her mom was a swimmer at Iowa State. That's her right. sister is just on a academic scholarship. But no, it's a really good story though. Um, just kind of a little, her background and bio about growing up and doing gymnastics. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to tell the whole uh, story. No, there, it's it's worth a read. Check it out. Check and, it out. and and Justin's been one of the few who have been pounding the pavement about Auburn gymnastics for a long time. Um, all right. Speaking of people who have been pounding the pavement for a sport, this podcast is known first and foremost as the Auburn soccer podcast of record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Auburn soccer, you can't start off any better than they did. 2-0 and in spring exhibitions. They beat Clemson and Kennesaw State. Um, combined four goals to one. In those two games, two goals from Anna Haddock, who is just on an absolute tear um, going back to the end of last season. And, yeah, that's, that's how it went. Yeah, she, had a, she had a game winner against Clemson. Um, and it's just these, these spring exhibitions, are, they're kind of like the preseason exhibitions where you're playing a lot of different people. And they're uh, weird because you'll play two games yeah. in a week and then not play for a month. Right. Yeah, Auburn, Auburn – uh, yeah, Clemson was like eight days ago. Kansas was on Friday, and then won't play again until March 26th. Yeah. So, and none of these games count. Now they don't yeah. count officially, but they will count. Like top drawer soccer will probably utilize. They them help inform preseason their, polls. Yeah, their preseason rankings. They don't. They're not a part of your ranking necessarily. Mm-hmm. So this this is kind of my basis for why I think we should be able to play an FCS game instead of a day. I agree. It's it's yeah, having a, a basically a friendly in spring against not your own roster. Um, not that it has to be counting like a real game, but there's no reason not to. I mean, we should play it at Alabama A and M. Sure. Yeah. Go, go play UNA. Go play. Uh, yeah. How fun would that be? Auburn plays play a game in March in Huntsville. <laughs> I know one person who would be there. Name's James Jones. Listens to the podcast. He might be there if they played. Um, would they serve on, beer? On the I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't UNA's, know what Alabama A&M's beer yeah, policy. Yeah, Alabama A&M's beer policy is. <laughs> let's uh, let's find out. They Do can't they serve play beer in Newmarket, Alabama. Do they even sell beer in Newmarket, Alabama? <laughs> because they can't. They probably don't. They can't play the game at the Von Braun Center. All right. Should play it at the Trash Panda Stadium. There, there it is. Until you had a stadium. <laughs> All right. Baseball. This is a thing that we do on this podcast as we give you up-to-date information yeah. on Auburn baseball. Look, it, it's, it's been a great start to the spring it really has. Uh, season for, like, all of these teams. And we should – we're not experts on it, but uh, we can talk about it a little no, bit. No, we're not experts on it, but that's why people come to this podcast. If they want an expert opinion, they'd go somewhere else. You came here because you want the everyman opinion on these things. Brian and I were uh, having a few brewskis adjacent to the uh, first game on Friday. We were killing them already, so we I wasn't paying that much attention. On Wednesday. You're Troy the deck? Game. Wednesday, you're right. Yeah, Wednesday, yeah. The Troy game. Never mind. Yeah. You're on yeah. the deck. It is. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, at the deck. It's a. It's a lot of fun to pregame a basketball game by beating up on a baseball team. Yeah. I mean, it was like 80 degrees outside. Especially when it's Troy. Yeah. yeah. Troy. I would also say that the parking deck is the premier 
venue in collegiate athletics, especially it, baseball. It was, it was fun. Um, it was real rowdy and strange up there. I've never seen it as packed as it was. Nice. Uh, I've seen it that way once or twice. And usually when you get a good weather game the first week or two, you know, people want to get outside, hang yeah, out. Yeah, it was like 75 at 6 yeah. o'clock. Wow. So. Yeah. That's it was incredible. Uh, you know, shorts weather for the first time this year. Not quite and, full uh, of pollen yeah. yet. That's my second yeah, game that's, wearing that's shorts. That's later this week. I, I don't think this has ever happened. That was my second game wearing shorts to a basketball game this year. Shorts and t-shirts. Whoa. Yeah. Also, shout out to Kevin Ives. The, the uh, I would say the czar of the parking deck, but czar seems... Yeah, let's not do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. a bit problematic oh, these days. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the impar- Imperator. Parking deck imperator. Impresario. Uh, Impresario, Kevin Ives. Um, go see him. Kiss the ring if you go up there. It is a, it's the place to be. I, I learned a new, uh, a new term this week. That also, it's Russian, so probably not uh, not not what you want to go by. Uh, thief-in-law. Never no heard way. that one before. No way. Thief-in-law. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a government-sanctioned crime boss, apparently. Government it, I guess it translates laws. directly to thief in law, and so they just go with that thief in law. Every time I read anything about the way that that their stuff works over there, it sounds like Job of the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> this all sounds like there's just these crime families, or like a mix between The Sopranos and like Job of the Hut's palace. Um, well, they are all about as healthy as Job of the Hut. Yeah. If you've ever seen any like Russian oligarch. We're going to get on a list and I'm happy to be on that list. This podcast officially yeah. takes a stance with Ukraine. That's we're right. Out the cowards. Yeah. So did my football club, despite having deep ties to a Russian oligarch currently. Yeah. Not as deep as they could be. Oh There's no. Another no, team. In, like another team in blue. Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that one. Yikes. Big yikes. Speaking of big yikes, Sonny D. De Chiaria? Is that how you say this name? DeShera? DeShera. So I, this is the first time I've seen his name. I always thought well, it was you thought it was, you thought it was DeShera, didn't you? I yeah. did think it was DeShera because that's how uh, Brad Law was saying it. That's how I thought it was right? spelled. Like like Mark DeShera. Yeah. No. no it's, it's, it's this DeShera. one's Italian, apparently, rather than uh, uh, um, Mexican. Is that what DeShera is? I don't know. This, but Sonny looks like he may have had a little bit of pasta, and he puts it all on the baseball. There we go. There yeah, we he's go. been tearing it up the uh, first couple weeks here. Uh, over 31 plate appearances, hitting 545, slugging over 1,000, three home runs, seven RBIs, six doubles, five walks. He's been hit three times because he's that good, I guess, making pitchers mad already. And even – more incredibly, only two strikeouts of those 31 plate appearances. So that's eight free bases he's gotten? Eight, Yeah, eight free bases. So he's only had 22 at-bats, technically, um, and nine extra base hits in those 22 at-bats. Wow. That's incredible. I feel like this is there's no good time to make this correction. Teixeira is not Mexican. It is uh, of Portuguese or Brazilian. Now we're talking. Where Teixeira usually is. So shout-out to uh, Dr. C. Dr. C. Also, uh, Portuguese descent. Mark Teixeira, I believe, went to Georgia Tech. I don't know where he's from originally. Noted the Portuguese stronghold. <laughs> Georgia Tech. Uh, no, I, I don't know what you're referring to. There. I don't know. Mark oh. Teixeira played baseball for the Texas Rangers and the New York Yankees. Yeah. He, uh, he had to stop the Yeah, yeah. Oh, he traded, traded the farm for him, and then he Mia left Koopa. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, we got Mark Teixeira, the comic book artist. Auburn baseball plays six games in the next. Maryland, sorry. Auburn plays six games in the next six days, all home games. So you can go see your Tigers play whenever you want over the next. You can go every night except for Thursday night. On Thursday, go see the Batman. Actually, don't if you're in Auburn because I don't want that to be a you know full crowd. Want to be able to get a good seat. I'm afraid Uh, it's going to be slammed. In fact, I'm going to while we're talking, I'm going to buy my ticket. Oh, sweet. So Auburn plays Alabama State on Tuesday at 6. The Blazers of UAB at 6 on Wednesday. Blaze up. The Rams of Rhode Island at 6 on Friday. 
plays the, we play Rhode Island again on Saturday and Sunday. And a doubleheader on Saturday, that 2 o'clock, if I were living in Auburn, that 2 o'clock Saturday game, I would be, depending on the weather, I'd be, I'd be making a beeline for that deck. Well, it's right after the basketball game. Better show the basketball game going. Even better. If you don't have tickets to the basketball game. Enjoy your SEC winning Auburn Tigers and just go sit outside for a little while. Yeah, if you don't have tickets to the basketball game, just go listen to. Yeah, come come visit uh, Ryan and Golson and I while we uh, watch baseball and tailgate. Yeah, and just listen to the game on the radio. I'm sure somebody will have have Sonny Smith going up there. Probably will be a Brad Law special on Saturday, if I had to guess. At the unless, basketball unless game? Andy runs right over to Oh, me. sorry. I thought, no, no, I'm we're going to go watch basketball. Reason I thought you were talking if about you don't baseball. have a ticket to the basketball game, go to the baseball stadium early, listen to the basketball game. Gotcha. And just ride it all the way in. I would listen to a Sonny Smith baseball game, though. That'd be a lot of fun. Same. <laughs> it's like when Bill Walton called that Cubs game that one time. Oh, wow. That was like, I think it was two years ago, 2019. Oh, wow. I did, I did not know that that happened. Yeah, that that is incredible. Oh, dude, there's so many good clips on TV of that on or on YouTube. the radio? Uh, I believe on TV. And I want to say it was like Grateful Dead Night, and they passed out tie dye yeah, Cubs okay. t shirts to everybody. Amazing. And they had Bill Walton as the color analyst. He should just call every game. I agree. This is We are a pro Bill Walton podcast. He should call every game. He should replace Lee Corso on game day. He really should. <laughs> It'd be wow. totally nonsense, but I'd watch every minute of it. I think he might. It might not be worth his time to figure out the uh, weed laws in every state uh, for him to do that, though. So <laughs> I'm sure there's special dispensation for him in most states. Sure. All right. Let's talk to the other sports. Softball. Have started fifteen and one on a tear, killing it. Uh, up to twenty first in the country in the rankings. They got a tournament at home. They lost to UCLA, but UCLA's number three in the nation. I watched some of that game. This is they good beat to see some other ranked teams as well, right? Am I, am yeah, they're off to a real good start. Um, let, me, let me pull up their schedule just so I don't misspeak on who all they beat. Pull it up, Ryan. Pull uh, it up. Pull it up, Ryan. Pull it up. Yeah, softball has a tournament at home this weekend. Uh, so before our next podcast, there will be six Auburn baseball games, five Auburn softball games, all at Auburn. I challenge you to go to at least one of each. Ryan. Not, not necessarily you, Crow, but. I challenge you. You don't have any kids. I challenge you to go to <laughs> six of each or yeah. three yeah. of each. All of each? All of each. Try to hit them all. Uh, let's see. Auburn has a win over. Hey, uh, your number 11, Texas Longhorns. That game was on Longhorn Network. I don't know if you caught that one, Crow. I didn't catch it. I don't get Longhorn Network. Uh, that's not like part of your taxes in the state of Texas? No. <laughs> okay. No. Um, uh, Auburn did have a 10 nothing win against uh, Jacksonville State for uh, Chief there. Um, Texas is the only ranked winner right now, but. They play so many games at the beginning of the like softball mm-hmm. seasons. They play these tournaments. Um, slow down. Someone a told bit me that the, uh, it's um, start. Someone told me it's BYOB at Jane B. Moore Field. Is it? <laughs> I think everywhere. <laughs> theoretically, everywhere is BYOB. Chief, wow. it's true. Jordan Hare is definitely BYOB. Ryan, that, uh, if you're in the suites, it's officially BYOB. Ryan, I think you could, you could uh, test that for us. See if you can. Just bring bring a Yeti in to Jamie Moore Field and make a bunch of friends. Yeah. Make a buck. Yeah. Report nice back. This weekend. Report back next week. Well, guys, I, he'll say, guys, I brought 15 Miller Lights to the Alabama State-Auburn softball game. I got thrown out. All right. Do you want to get into basketball now? All right. Let's do it. Let's first take a quick commercial break. It's going to be 24 minutes around there into this podcast. 23 minutes, 55 seconds. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. I hope you heard an ad. If not, you just heard me talk about some time and take a quick beat. But it's a natural pause as we go into. We're brought to you by Bluey. Brought to you uh, by Bluey. Yeah. Um, and Janos Poha. And John Morant's uh, halftime buzzer beating bucket. That was amazing. John Morant has been on, and speaking of basketball, has been on unreal tear of highlights in the last two nights. He had that 360 layup that he pulled off. And then tonight he had a dunk just darn, darn near killed somebody um, from outside the lane, jumped over a person and dunked it. Did you, did you see the one before halftime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Before, just kind of a just in midair catch and shoot. With like a second left, a little, little two at the end of the half. Did you see the, the opposite uh, of that play, which is the uh, the DeAndre Jordan play from yesterday? No, I didn't. No, but I can only imagine. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan was for some reason had found himself with the ball in his hand, um, and decided to dribble it a couple times and throw what I can only imagine in his brain was a three quarter court alley oop or a three quarter court lob pass to somebody, but he threw it. And it went 30 rows into the stands behind the basket, like <laughs> well over the basket and also over the left. Like this ball, <laughs> there's no chance this ball was going anywhere close to regulation uh, play. It is one of the and – and then they cut him today. This morning the Lakers got oh him. Oh, my God. <laughs> like it was so bad that I'm sure LeBron he's a, he's was a like, Lakers? we got to get rid of this guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Wow. So Jaws – Got a, the potential to be the next like dude in the NBA, right? Like like the the he's, face because like a healthy Derrick Rose. After, yeah. Well, LeBron's on his way out. I mean, it's the, he's still playing at a high level, but he's just you know a, a dang near forty year old can't be the face of your your sure. league. And it's, then, it's Steph, isn't it? It's Steph, but Steph too is thirty. Five, sure. 36. Yeah. Um, so, which is crazy to think about. Um, it's got to be Ja, right? Yeah. He's yeah, just 33. Or Luca. Yeah, I mean, it, well, he's not uh, American, is it, so it's not him. Is it Luca when he's in shape? I mean, I, 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 no, no offense. Like, I don't feel that way. If he's or good, Giannis. He's good, <laughs> like, but, Giannis is. Yeah, I mean, but. But you're right. Still, like, I think Ja's. The American thing. Is, the American thing matters because, like, Giannis should be the face of the league right now. <laughs> he is. But I, I don't think I don't think Giannis, to me, just doesn't. He's the best player in the NBA, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't. I don't think his person. I don't. I just don't think he's a, a superstar in that way. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I Jaw to me, like, and, and I was turning into the Jaw cast, I guess. Uh, he Not just. The first time. He just has, he's just fun. Like, and he looks like he's having fun at all times. Um, and he's incredible. So, um, I, I just, it, you know, it's probably those three dudes. They're kind of your, your next, like, three big stars, maybe. Yeah. Uh, like it, he's, to me, is like what Derrick Rose could have been if he had never got hurt. Sure. And Derrick Rose won an MVP. And so yeah. there was a while there where it was like, oh, LeBron and Derrick Rose are going to be the faces of the league. Yeah. But then Derrick got hurt. But, like, I just sent you guys, by the way, the DeAndre Jordan pass that I spoke of in our in our Slack. Oh, yeah. I'm a, if you wanted I'm to watch this. keep that real quick and just see what the worst plays you've ever seen on a basketball court by a person being paid millions of dollars to do it. Um, it is – there's really no rhyme or reason as to what it is he's trying to do there. The ball, a couple of dribbles. Uh, <laughs> uh, um. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, Thanks. Yeah. 
that's that's how you end up getting cut <laughs> from the Lakers. <laughs> I mean, they're not making the playoffs, right? Or they're they're maybe they're, they're making. They're in the hunt to be in that play-in yeah. tournament. Okay, almost everyone's making yeah. the play-in tournament. Right? Yeah, fighting Texas Aggie, DeAndre Jordan. Um, Guys, John Morant does does not have a twenty four seven page as a high school player. Wow! Yeah, he like, went like to it, Murray created, State, right? It's it's created. He has like no no ranking, no no wow. anything, no no crystal ball or anything. How did that no, no other um, like teams showing interest besides Murray State. Wow! I wonder if he's one of those dudes that grew like six inches in like a year. He only played only at Murray two. two years, right? Two years. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm wondering if he's a guy that grew like six inches in like a year. Yeah. So like nobody wants a five five six point guard. But right. Hey, Bruce Pearl loves a five nine point guard though. Speaking of Bruce Pearl's point guards, if Auburn won versus Ole Miss in maybe one of my favorite games of the year. Great. This game and that A and M game. Um, Auburn won seventy seven sixty four, just trounced the Rebels in three of the four factors and tied them in the other one. Really, this is the closest thing to a complete game we've seen from this team. Just cruised the whole game. Everybody yeah. contributed who needs to contribute. But this was this was a great, and everybody felt really good going into Saturday because Kessler looked good. Jabari was Jabari. Jabari was really good against Ole Miss, and like Jabari had a quiet fifteen nine five in that game, actually, and a really efficient fifteen. <laughs> Zeb Jasper just, had fifteen points. His his yeah, best Zeb's, game. Zeb's best game of the year, fifteen points on five of seven from the floor. Yeah. I mean, he uh, he found his shooting stroke and was hitting those threes. Um, yeah. I thought Walker was going to get another triple double. I think he had three blocks in the first. He's like, really close. Of the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he hung on. I I what was the official eight blocks? But I'm pretty. I think sure he, he had another had one. Nine. Didn't give him. Yeah. yeah, but then he was like at that for the last twelve mm-hmm. minutes of the game or so. It's right. kind of a bummer. All right, let's move on to the one we don't want to talk. I'll take our medicine here. Auburn lost to Tennessee, even though. A lot of advanced stats would say Auburn should have won that game. Well, um, I, it, there's a uh, one of the uh, the metric systems had us at like or had Tennessee at like 13 percent chance to win or something yeah. like that. After the game, the post game win expectancy. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Part of that was uh, the the breaking of the math on the rebounding. Yeah. Um, I, I, it, it was. I, it it I guess, wasn't that bad. I'm not going to say it was like, oh, it was outstanding effort or anything, but like it, it wasn't that bad uh, from Auburn early in the game. But I think it was every fluke. bounce went to Tennessee. I, yeah, I think that I think the rebounding in this game was just a total fluke. Like they were <laughs> they were shooting a lot of threes early on and missing all of them, and they were missing like off the front of the iron and like bouncing in some of the oddest mm-hmm. ways. Like like one yeah. like bounced down and up and over everyone into Tennessee guys. Like, they were just falling in the exact right places. Part of that's guys getting in the right spot to get yeah. a rebound. But they were – a lot of them were just direct rebounds right to a guy or, like, really far out rebounds that guys had position underneath, couldn't get it. I just – I really feel like the crazy lopsidedness of the, the rebounds in this game is, is a fluke. I I will say that it really hurt Auburn that they had twenty fewer possessions than Tennessee in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the rebounding numbers is is twenty six percent for Auburn on the offensive end, and on the Tennessee end it was fifty fifty. They got half of the available well, rebounds. And, and I'll also say, I'm pretty sure the it got really lopsided in the first half. Yes. Yet we were leading, so. So what happened at the beginning of the game, it was, I think, 11 to nothing on offensive rebounds for Tennessee. Yeah. At about 10 to 12 minutes into the game. And that's when Auburn also wasn't shooting well. Um, at the end of the first half, Tennessee couldn't buy a bucket. Auburn goes up to take a six-point lead. And it kind of normalized from there. But the, the damage was done on the rebounding, at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you, you can't win a game going 50%. Uh, on the 
off on defensive rebounding, I guess. No. Uh, it, uh, it, not the way Auburn was shooting, at least. Right. Right. Yet again, a, a poor shooting performance on the road. Um, nobody but Jabari could hit the bright side of the barn. Even Jabari uh, had took some, a lot of shots. Took a lot of shots in this game. Which, uh, I mean, that's what we've been asking for. I'm uh, for it. I'm for it. 20, Shoot as many as you got to hit 25 yeah. points, and that's what he did. So 27 points, eight rebounds, two blocks on 21 shots from the floor. Uh, got a big bucket at the end of the first half that we've all been asking for. Um, it just both teams under 40 percent shooting in this game. It's two really like Auburn, Tennessee, two really good defenses. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of it. But. I, you know, I, I and you kind of have to look at that like two really evenly matched defensive teams um and auburn's not a good three-point shooting team and i think that probably is what's the difference here yeah um i think we may have lost chief in the home team's got an advantage i think um it, it you know it sucks that we lost um it doesn't put any it doesn't hurt anything any of the goals that the team has right now like we're still yeah. one one game up in the, in the league uh, I, I I think there's a lot of people that are probably really down about it because they feel like this team is slipping um, there are some concerning things that have come up lately um, but here's the thing we have one more road game in every other game we got one more road game one more home game and every other game after that will be a neutral site game yeah um and, and, you know, anything can happen in these tournament games that we've got coming up. Um, one team can get really hot, and you could not hit the brides of the barn, sure. Um, but Auburn's a really good defensive team. There will be no home court advantage for any of these teams. Uh, so, you know, let's let's not be too concerned at this point. Yeah. Just to put it in perspective, uh, at the end of the 2019 regular season, over Auburn's last eight games, went five and three, uh, and two of those were bad losses. Um, okay. Only putting up 55 points at, yeah, only putting up 55 points at home versus a not good Ole Miss team, and scoring 53 on at Rupp, uh, losing by 27 to Kentucky. I mean. You felt good about this team, especially with that Tennessee game in the last game of the year. But yeah. it, at momentum going into the postseason, like unless it's an injuries kind of thing where like, your team's kind of falling apart, yeah, it's not really, you know, playing your best basketball. Plus, at, it's, at February doesn't necessarily translate into March. Sure, uh, February could you could be peaking too soon too. So, uh, right. I, the guard play a little bit concerning. Uh, it's inconsistent at best, I would say, right now. Um, uh, yeah, the ceiling is still really high. Yeah, w- Wendell, it, it can be really great. Um, I don't look for Zep to repeat the kind of performance he had against. Um, uh, no, but it's it's good to see that he has that in the bag. Yeah, no, I, it was great. To, I love that for him. Yeah, it's um, good that he can go five for seven from three. Well, <laughs> and... That the thing is, like he had just stopped shooting. Like he wasn't, he wasn't he even was taking two shots a game. Just he mm-hmm. wasn't even attempting to score in games, and and so that was really good to see. Um, I I think I think he needs to do that to keep the keep the pressure on Wendell a little bit too. Um, uh, it's always good to have competition. Um, you know, it, Wendell struggled in this game. Um, struggled pretty badly when you look at look at his stats um i mean i i didn't i didn't think he was doing anything incredibly bad in this he's getting blasted by national guys now which is wild like big time guys are calling him out and, and really calling auburn's guards out and mainly for stuff that a lot of auburn fans are saying which is basically like why are you trying to do too much right well, yeah, they're, they're, Wendell, they're Bruce Pearl. Uh, they're Bruce Pearl guards, so right. they're gonna they're gonna try to. Well, you do got stuff. the best player in this game. Wendell was two of fi- two of fifteen from the field, uh, five rebounds, three assists, four steals, only two turnovers. Like the the overall line, besides the shooting, yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, Shoot, shooting's I bad. Say, I mean, and even if you look at that shooting, like, well, if 
if he's not shooting those, who else is? Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of it was uh, Walker not being able to be super involved in this game. Yeah. Uh, yes. I don't. I still don't understand what really happened there. Yeah, I, I don't either. And I'm said I'm, I'm not an X's and O's guy. Walker, he wasn't in foul trouble. Day, but he was not. He, 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 ended, he ended the game with four fouls. Yeah, but there, that, there was a little bit of that. And not really. Two of, he, he didn't he sit because of, of it. Half. He, got, he, played, he played 28. He got minutes. a second one towards the end of the first half. He got that third one in the middle of the second half. Like, it, it was not – foul trouble didn't keep him off the floor. Yeah. He played 28 really minutes. assists in this game, and I don't I don't remember – like, that didn't stick out in my mind when I was thinking about He led game. the team in assists. <laughs> yeah. Um, usually not what you want from your uh, all – Conference big man. I don't. Uh, I, I. I still. I couldn't figure it out. It was just a weird game with the whole flow of it. Like everything was off. He was. He. I. Now I know on the boards that Serbian dude was just 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 killing him, just pushing him in the back two hands every time. And I don't. I and Adu did it as well. I don't. I don't really understand. I mean, they were letting him play fine. Um, that, that's fine. It's just. Man, that like it neutralized him in in a lot of ways. I still don't know why we weren't getting him the ball inside though. No, yeah, that, it's inexplicable. We didn't run a lot of things for him. We didn't get him. He didn't get a lot of touches on the at the post. I, I now I do. He think, didn't have a lot of blocks. Like it was kind of like and, what was see, he doing thought, on defense? Yeah, and I thought coming in, I was like, oh, well, they got a bunch of short guards too, so yeah. we should be fine. But it seemed like every time Wendell would go in, um, and it just we just seemed really off. Like I thought Wendell was throwing lobs three or four different times, and then they just hit the rim. Like Walker didn't even like jump for them. It was it was an odd thing. Like Jabari uh, cuts the cuts the game within three, and everyone in the gym is thinking if Auburn can get a stop here, Jabari's yeah. going to tie this game. He had just hit a three and then gotten a four point play, <laughs> and it's now a three point game. And we let their guard go right down the middle for yeah, a layup. Game over. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the most too, inexplicable I, thing I've ever seen a Bruce Pearl defense do. Like, there was no help defense. There was nobody coming over. Like, Walker had four fouls, but yeah, there's three seconds left in the game. Block the shot. They get a foul. You're better off fouling him. Maybe he misses a free throw. I need to go back and watch because um, every time they inbounded the ball, we'd have everybody covered, and then suddenly Fulkerson would come out of nowhere. He got it yeah. every time coming in. Yeah, it was. He's a he's a smart player. Kessler's guy, and he came up that way, but I don't I don't think so. Um, so do right. do we want to talk about the technical for Jabari? No, <laughs> there, there's a lot of opinions on that. I'll uh, tell you my opinion. List. And, there is, there is. and it was the timing of it, uh, not – in hindsight, the timing of it looks bad. Auburn has taken an 11-point lead coming out of the half. Everything well, worked well. Here's the thing. And then Auburn gives up a 15-2 to two run. I think Jabari points. lost some, a little bit of focus there, obviously, because he had the turnover right before that. I don't I, – I don't – he didn't do anything to get a technical. Well, what are people thinking it did? That's, that's what I want. When people say, oh, we got technical. Right. What, what did the technical do? Did it make I, Auburn miss basketball shots? Got Tennessee back in the game, did it, apparently. Did it, it cost did, Tennessee it to did. make shots? Okay. That doesn't make any it sense. It gets the crowd back in it. It gets the crowd back in it. Okay. But I, it's not I, like Auburn was blowing them out. I mean, it was at that point, yeah. it was still an 11 point game early in the second it half. It was an 11 point yeah, game. But the crowd was in as it. As per, nah, as per uh, Will McLaughlin reported, that uh, it was kind of dead in there until that point. Um, but if, here's and, the and thing. I, I mean, I agree. I don't think the crowd was that, that in it. Had uh, had he let's say Jabari gets that technical foul, and the Auburn team goes on another goes on a run instead of Tennessee, would everyone say that Jabari get Jabari technical foul? It was all of a sudden Auburn was it's us against them, which is what people I, do when coaches get techs. Coaches will get yeah. a tech, and everyone goes, "Okay, Bruce got that tech," because now it's gonna get the team rallied around Bruce. Technical I, fouls look, are insanity to to, to try yeah. to try to well, say. I don't I don't understand why it was technical. It's foul. making and missing shots. Like, That's what wins you loses games. Not he did technical not fouls. do anything that deserved a technical foul. Nothing. Um, 
like he didn't say anything. He just he was nodding his head, and the right. ref just teased him up. Um, that that's he talked absurd. a lot of trash before that play to the guy. I'm wondering if there was there had been a warning. And I think I think he may have gotten warned, and then the all of a sudden, guy, because uh, right in front of the ref, um, right in front of our bench, they had a guy actually say something, and no t, no technical there. Right. So, I mean, it's complaining about the referees. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, like, honestly, I've I've seen worse texts called. <laughs> Well, I just don't. I don't understand why that's a technical. Like, it sure, no, I, I I agree with that, but we see, we see so many bad calls every game. I mean, um, slapping the back. I, don't know, I just didn't know if there were any hot takes on this podcast about. No, that, I I that, I, so. I think there's an argument that Jabari lost a little bit of focus right there, and and maybe that's it, it did because he got that just well clearly because I, I mean in the next uh, eight eight and a half minutes after that Auburn scored two points. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not that, just again, the whole team. The yeah. technical foul did not the, cause Auburn to score the two right. points in eight minutes. Slash, exactly. I, I think, I mean, I think uh, in our... It's a hindsight only thing. In our Slack, I think Nerd's point was that Jabari's, like, head was gone at that point, as they say in... Uh, in yeah, but, in he, a, in, but in Jabari soccer. then... We didn't score. He was the only time. person who did score after that, though. <laughs> like, I was the only one who could make a shot. Yeah, later. <laughs> we went like eight minutes without scoring. So it, it, it I don't know. I I don't know what, what happened. I get the I get why people think that technical was bad and Jabari having the turnover. I I was more concerned with that just insanely dumb turnover than the technical because I didn't think the technical was a real thing. Um I don't think momentum's real. But that's just me. Uh, uh, Son of Crow noted uh, non-believer in physics. No, <laughs> not physical momentum. Momentum in games. It's like the hot the hot hand theories is is, uh, is not actually true. Really good shooters are really good shooters. Period. Over a longer my hands sweat all the time. I don't know. Over a long period of time, <laughs> it evens out. You will you will see that a guy who hits two fifty will hit two fifty. It isn't like he's all of a sudden is super good in the third inning. He just is going to hit two fifty. That's what he does. Jabari's going to make a lot of shots. You know why? Because he makes a lot of shots. Not yeah, because he's in a certain one of the gym. Shooters I've ever seen. Not because he's wearing, using an Nike ball. He makes shots because he makes shots. Because he can make shots. But he definitely doesn't make shots because of a Nike ball. Put it that way. Yeah. Here's the thing about the Nike ball nonsense. There's got to be something to that. Right? It's, it's, it's not nonsense, it's man. Not, Shooting with a different ball is different. Right. They also practice with that ball going into the game. Also, it isn't like Auburn is um, a really great shooting team, period. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? So it's not like Auburn's like, man, Auburn normally shoots 60% it, as a team. Could, and now they can't. No, Auburn's it could a pretty explain things fine shooting like, team. It could explain things, now that I think about it, like when, like it looking like Wendell's throwing a lob and it ends up going and like it's a shot <laughs> instead. That that kind of thing a different ball could do no. um, because you're so used to playing with one other ball. It doesn't matter if you practice with it for a day beforehand. Like, and it's it, the difference is very negligible, but it is a difference. And guys who shoot a lot, when you change the ball up, they will say, Hey, this is harder. or This is easier to shoot with. But it also isn't like they all of a sudden gave them a medicine ball or, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's still, a, yeah. these guys have, and it isn't a brand new ball. These guys probably play with this ball in AAU tournaments growing up. Like, they didn't just, hey, here's this new ball we just invented before this game. I mean, most, no most high schools play with Maybe this is ball, Bruce's right? way of, like, sticking it to Tony Barbie even extra all these years later of uh, saying we would need to be a Nike school to compete. Clearly, if we had been a Nike school, we'd have lost every game we were played in. So, <laughs> so let's go on to another team that does not use a Nike ball because they're an Adidas school and they use a Wilson ball. That's right. They did use a Wilson ball. Mississippi State Bulldogs, Auburn has got to go to this game and has got to win it, guys. If they want to be, if they want to hang a banner up at the end of this season, they want to hang a, a banner and no have no one else hang one. They have to win this game. Yeah, 
Full stop. Well, but they would that this make game. a banner non fungible. Is that how that works? Non fungible banner. A non NFP banner. Sure. If they but if they win this game, they're hanging a banner. Period. Yep. And that's so. Let's just get it out of the way. And make yeah. uh, make Saturday a big old party. So let's win this game Wednesday. At the hump, right? There's a top. This is a this is a this is a At quad my favorite one. Town in the SCC. Yeah, sure. This is a quad one <laughs> game for Auburn. Not going to be easy. Oh yeah, they're top fifty I team. These guys sucked. No, they do not suck. <laughs> they're uh, they're underachieving based off of their metrics. They're yeah, only seventeen and twelve. They're probably not going to be yeah. the tournament team because yeah, they suck. They've lost twelve they games. They don't have a ton of uh, out of conference success either. Um, their their best out of conference win was Furman. Um, oh, maybe a turn, maybe a tournament team. They've beaten Arkansas like, and they've beaten Alabama, yeah. but they lost to Ole Miss and they lost to a terrible Louisville team. Yeah, like, we better win this game. Um, uh, didn't they start off like four and zero in conference play and then um, something weird? I feel like they started off pretty good, maybe four and one or something like that. I'm going to say this for Ryan. Off. I'm saying this for Ryan. They're really a, not a very good three-point shooting team. And that's Thank not, you, Crow. not just All that right. they don't make them. They don't shoot them. They're last yeah. in both. Okay. They're last in makes and in, and in attempts in the conference. They are really, really good at rebounding the basketball. Oh, boy. Which is because they're not taking threes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 They got five guys it's down low. They're taking a lot of twos. They... They get well, good offensive rebounds, and they get to the line. They get to the Hopefully line. Hopefully, we worked on boxing out this week because uh, I, I did see a lot of just nobody knows how to box out anymore. Apparently, they get to the line a ton, seen... which makes me nervous for Walter Walker Kessler. I keep calling him Walter; it's not his name. It's Walker. Walker well, Kessler Walter's Ranger. Like an old man name. I just if he can if he can get under two fouls in the first. 15 minutes of this basketball game will be fine. If his second foul comes before 10 minutes into it, I'm, I'll be nervous because we kind of have got, even though we have the best player in the country, it really comes down to how Walker and Wendell play. Yeah. Unless, unless we have a supernova Katie Johnson game. Which has happened before. Well, if all of a sudden, Kate Johnson goes, hey, I'm Katie scoring 19. You know, I, 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 at the end of the game, I was like, man, I don't, KB struggled again today. No, I scored 17 points. Yeah, he had so, a pretty okay uh, game. Uh, they have their, their best player is a guy who I think is going to be drafted. Um, pretty, I think, I think he's a first rounder. Is Iverson Molinar? Um, yeah, he's given us uh, problems uh, the last couple of years too. Uh, this guy, he's really good. So um, he's a six-three junior. He gets to the free throw line a ton. So look, <clears throat> look for him to try to initiate some contact with Zep. Mm. He's a good defender at point guard. And he's too. a really good and defender with he's his gonna, size. He's yeah. uh, he's, he's tough. He'll be all over Wendell um, Green. Yep. But it won't matter. It won't matter, baby, because Jabari's going to go for 35 in this game. Boy, I would love that. You heard it here first. Jabari Smith, Jabari 35 Smith points. last road game. His last road game, he's going to go into Starkville, Mississippi, and get out of there with 35 points and a dub. Albert's going to hang a banner. We're going to shoot off confetti before and after the South Carolina game. I think Jabari's going to go in there. Have you guys seen that video of the uh, the the newscaster that's doing the news, and all of a sudden a bug flies in his mouth, and he just drops <laughs> yeah. his entire news persona? Yes. That's yeah. that's going to be Jabari in in Starkville, right? <laughs> this country town. I love I love that video. That's a great video. Last game of the season. Either Auburn's going in hoping to get a share of the conference title if they lose to Mississippi State, or Auburn is going into this game against South Carolina, hoping to be the outright conference champions. Yep. Um, and probably an overall number one seed in the NCAA tournament. And South Carolina is not very good. So they should be a team that Auburn beats. 
they lost to Cliff Ellis's Coastal Carolina t- uh, Chanticleers. They, I don't know. Did they have a call? Chanticleers. They lost to Princeton. I They're say, I say, just, I say. Uh, just uh, Foghorn Leghorn. They lost to uh, Clemson. Those are three really bad losses. But they have beaten uh, Mississippi State and LSU. But this is, they beat LSU, and LSU had like five healthy guys. Right. They have a, a Lex Luthor as their coach now, too. Is that his name for real? No. no. <laughs> it's Frank, Frank Martin. Martin. And he's, he's, he does look like Lex Luthor. He's, he went through at some first, sort of transformation. At first I thought you said Lex Luger. Oh, man. I wish. That's amazing. Like Ryan Lex Luger was a uh, professional wrestler uh, who competed in both the WCW and WWF, I believe. Early Attitude Era. Yeah. Long blonde hair. Like are we talking about the the Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luger? Or no, this is Lex Luger. And Lex Luger had a. I just wanted to make Chief Mad by referring. He had a finishing move called the torture rack, in which he would kick you in the chest or in the stomach and then while you were bent over he would put you in what is a, basically a fireman's carry over his head and then that and that's basically it um, and for whatever reason like that got guys to tap out it, even as a kid watching I was going I don't think this hurts he just picked, he just picked them up <laughs> oh boy I always picked yes, him in, uh, the, in the video game because of that. Um, a, little, a little bit of poetry here. Uh, last time Auburn won the SEC regular season title, it was against South Carolina. That's, That's right. true. Um, so Let's hope this Auburn, time. Auburn opened the SEC season this year against South Carolina. Oh, yeah, uh, a little bookend action. Okay. Yeah. How'd that uh, one go? Pretty good for your Tigers. Yeah. And, and Auburn won that game on the road, too. Big road win made us all feel really good. Using a Wilson made those ball. peacock feathers spread out a little. Bit. Actually, I believe the week after that, we after we were talking about South Carolina was when we talked about peacock. Yeah. That's right. So there we go. And here's the thing about peacocking: mm. if yeah. we win this game or if we lose this game, this season has been unbelievable. Yeah. And. This is not great. a collapse the best by Auburn. Players. This is not any sort of like negative. Nothing negative happened this year. Basketball, you win some, you lose some. There's a lot of games. And there are yeah. a lot of really good teams in this league right now. This is not two years ago's Alabama, or this is not last year's Alabama Conference Championship when they won a very depleted, weird SEC league. Yeah, This is, this is as strong as I've seen Kentucky since... The Anthony Davis team. That may be why this Alabama's is, down in the middle of the pack this year and not uh, yeah. the top. This is, this is this is the second best team or second best conference in the country. Yeah, they might send six guys, six teams to the tournament. Every country. Yeah. Um, Conspiracy theory: we we threw that Florida game to get them in the tournament. Oh, nice. So I, I really uh, think that look, we could we could see, you know, some people showing their butts on Twitter after Auburn loses, if Auburn loses, and I don't want to see that. This is this is Auburn basketball, I think, guys. I, I think we've seen the last Auburn loss of the year. I think we have, too. Same. I think we have, too. We're winning this thing. I believe, Ryan, that is we have to win. We're going to win 11 games in a row. That's what we're Six saying. Six in the tournament, three in Tampa. Yeah, two more left in regular season. Eleven, eleven more games. You just gotta win eleven. We won nineteen in a row already. Yeah, we need an eleven game thing. winning streak. Still, uh, la- last time Auburn played South Carolina, uh, it was a Wendell Green game. Twenty-two points on seven of fifteen shooting. I, yeah, I think that's uh, the game that we were like, "This Wendell guy's he's yes. all right." He's, yeah, five assists, uh, three rebounds, two steals. Um. Who else went off in that game? That was a double double for Walker, twelve and ten, four blocks. Uh, this was it was a quiet night for Jabari though. Maybe he'll uh, probably won't happen again. Seventy points from Jabari. Just, just shoots every shot. 
Uh, a very a, a quiet uh, 10 and 1 from Jabari in that game. Still double points. Um, I do want to do a little fact checking. This was the second SEC game of the year, not the first one. Okay. Apologies. The first a game of 2022, the year. Ah. Yeah, LSU was the first, right? right. Four years. Um, boy. Uh, yeah. I am. I'm excited about these games. I, I, you know, I, I don't think anyone would really deny that guard is where we have concerns right now. Um, and it's not because of any specific things that Wendell Green has done. Uh, it's just that we don't have a shooter other than Jabari Smith, and we don't have uh, uh, what you would want from Alan Flanagan. Uh, somebody that can drive downhill and get to the get to the bucket we just we don't have it we don't have either one of those things if we had one of the two i would uh i mean it'd be really really hard to beat us i think it's still really hard to beat us now um and and i and by saying that guard is our concern i don't mean to say that our guards are bad because i don't think they are um i i think i think they're more than capable of winning us games. Um, Wendell's done it already. Um, Zepp's defense is unmatched. Uh, and, you know, Allen, Allen had some flashes against half the game against Tennessee. Flan was great. Yeah, he had a really good game. He's maybe the best player on the floor um, overall for that. But then down the stretch, he kind of turned back into – some of what we've seen lately, but if we can just get him there, yeah. uh, get him playing consistently for for several games in a row, I, I just maybe eleven games in a row. I think we're. we're I also think he's really actually hard to beat us. He's getting better each week. Uh, yeah, and, his I mean, defense and is not. Never, his defense yeah. is fantastic and never he's ne- has yeah, not he's been never good. let off on defense. Never let off on defense, um, and he's not. It's it. My buddy Golson, friend of the pod, uh, he was like, "Man, it just feels like at times, given the bottle flans, just to, that you might as well turn the ball over." And it, that the game he said that in was the the game on Wednesday, which Flan did not have a great game in uh, offensively. But he's not actually turning the ball over that many times. Um, yeah, he's taking. Usually, like not bad looks. Yeah, finding like hitting the bottom of the bucket and it just not not going down. Yeah, um, it's just yeah. I I don't know what it is. We know there's a player there. I I yeah. think a, I I my explanation the entire time is I I think it's mentally he's just not where he needs to be, uh, and I I don't. That sounds worse than it is. I just. There's a lot of the mental side of the game when you get an injury, uh, when you're rolling the team changes, when you just come back into a team in the middle of the year, that can all throw you off. And and maybe that's part of it. Or maybe that's he all. He still has not had a consistent role on this team since he's been here, really. I mean, just think about his freshman year. Right. Uh, is he's Isaac McCord's backup, so he's not playing that much. Yeah. McCord gets hurt, he comes in. Just has to come really in defense. Yeah, yeah for just a has to come in to defend. That's all. And you then you don't get a postseason that year. Uh, the whole twenty twenty or twenty one weird season with him playing point guard and shooting guard and you know, looking like the best player on the team that otherwise didn't know what else it wanted to be. Yeah. Um, and then has to come in and just be a defense first guy this year, and then he gets hurt and just. He, he, this happens to guys sometimes. It doesn't mean anything about him as a player, and he still has time. Yeah. I mean, he, he goes and has a good March here. No one will care anything about what he's done in the last month or two. Right, right. So he, I mean, feasibly he could be the, this team's Chimo Kiki, mm-hmm. the guy that just the light comes on and. And NBA scouts like this guy because oh, he's got the, the he's numbers. Got it all. The numbers aren't aren't there this year, and he's kind of fallen off some of the draft boards. He was a first-round uh, talent before he got hurt. Like, not, it wasn't just one or two places. I mean, he was all over. Every he was on every mock. 
I think, uh, I think, I mean, as much as we need a three point scorer, I, I think he just needs to be the downhill guy going, going into these last 11 games. Mm-hmm. Just, just get to the rack, man. Last, Cause, he, yeah. Cause we know he can do it. He's yeah. done and it nobody before. else in this team can. Right. Even Katie Johnson. Right. right. Yeah. Katie, but fans, you know, seven inches taller than Katie. So, but, right. <laughs> uh, and much bigger. And willing uh, well, to pass the ball. K. Johnson doesn't want to do a lot of passing the ball. When yeah. he puts his head down, okay. K. Johnson's going to the hole. And you're going to have to take the ball from him. Um, but I, that is my one hope for this team. And if it happens, that nobody will stop us. Is is for is that Flan gets gets his groove back. And, um, and we've seen it. We've seen a little bit of it. So if you can just do it for a whole game. Um, and then just strings, strings and performances together. I, I'll, I'll be extremely happy, but not just for Auburn, but, but for Flan himself. Cause I, I know this, this has had to have been a struggle for him this year. Nice. All right. Well guys, let's go two and zero this week. We're going to yep. get, we're going to get these dubs and we're going to come back next week and talk about the SEC champion Auburn Tigers. Go, One, two, three. All right. Everybody. Yeah. Have a warrior weekend. Keep on cocking. <laughs>